Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David, back with another episode of Views from the Porch, joined with J.D. Rogers. What's up? And Laura Eldridge. Hey, y'all. And man, I'm excited. This is going to be a fun one, guys. Uh, yeah. I'm tell, really excited. Tell them what we're talking about, <laughs> JD. Well, first off, I'm capping you at 20 minutes. No if, and, or buts. All right. Okay. So you know, that's what you do to me when I, every time I teach. <laughs> I, I like that. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, today, we're doing a dating podcast. What do you know? And uh, we're talking about the idea of getting back together with your ex. Mm. This is a good one. Is it uh. okay? Uh, should you do it? Is it healthy? Man. One thought I have is like, hey, if they're your ex, aren't they your ex for a reason? Mm. Um, what changed? Did it really change? Are you lying to yourself? So there's so many things I think, um, and I, I'm not speaking from personal experience or anything. <laughs> oh no, I, definitely not. And I and I, I think David, if anyone's an expert, it's you. Oh, total expert. Because. Yeah. Break it up, get it back together. That was my thing, man. It was? Okay. Oh, yeah. You're all about the repackaging. I, I Just get it. Just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. And uh-huh. if I say it's over, then it never, never. Uh, but Taylor Swift would say, we are never, never, never getting back together. Yep. So, I don't know. Some What's conflicting the name of ideas. Katy Perry. What's the name of that? Is it really over? Just because yeah. it's over doesn't mean it. Anyway, all right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, we're talking is. about getting back together. Is it a good idea, bad idea, when to do it, how to do it, who should it be with? Mm-hmm. Just parameters. Is that right? Yes, because I think what people are really asking is, I think there's two questions in this. One, like, sh- is it smart? Is it wise? Yeah. Um, how long is too long to hold on to hope mm. to be in there? Man. Uh, <laughs> and I think, lastly, an- a- another thought in this realm could be, let's say you've dated and then you date some more people and then you get back together or like a pattern. I think there's some people have patterns of like, yeah, we've dated and got back together four times. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some people in between or whatever. Like, yeah. so let's just talk about it. So you're starting with the people who break up and get back together, break up and get back together. Yeah. Let's start there. Cause I have some thoughts on something else. Go for it. Dana. Yeah. I mean, tell us are, all your wisdom. I don't know about that. I, I think there's so dating, as we've talked about so many times, there's nothing in the Bible about dating, just like there's nothing in the Bible about Instagram. So you then take principles and you try to apply them and extract them. There was a world where nobody ever um, got back together, so to speak, in a dating sense, because dating didn't exist. Arranged mm-hmm. marriages were really what someone did. And, um, and so not even to veer off too much into that. For people who are walking through that scenario, I think the factors that are really important, these are really, really, really important, is who, you, when, why. Who, who you, you, when, why. Like, hey, you. We ain't got no alibis. We, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, man, it's good. Of um, a hey, who is the person that you've been dating? Like, who are they? Um, who, where are you at in terms of like, there's so many factors. Are you in a good place where it makes sense to get back together? Is she or he in a good place where it makes sense to get back together? What are the qualities that are even attracting you and why you're interested in getting back with them? A lot of times we build up such emotional equity and relational equity because we're just like, we've been with them for, you know, years and we know each other and we like the same thing when we go to Chick-fil-A. And, and they're your best friend. And they're a close friend. And I just have like all of these, oh, I would love to tell them about this yeah. that happened <laughs> at work today 
or I uh, wish <sighs> that we were still here. And that is the thing that is drawing us back together when there were serious reasons why our, our relationship was toxic and dysfunctional. And it, it should have ended and it shouldn't re-begin. Or like you, if you if you go on dates or hang out with people that you, there could be interest there, yeah. you're automatically comparing them uh, to that ex. Totally. And so ev- they're already like as such, taking such an L because yes. it's like, oh, he didn't laugh at that yeah. and he would have laughed at that mm-hmm. or she didn't um, know this, but he, she would have known the sports thing. Oh, dude, that is that is real. It's a real thing. And yes. it's like, wow, this person could have like moved on. Like my ex could have moved on and like living happily ever after. And I'm over here not even able to move on because I'm comparing everyone to that person. Yes. Listen, first, I'm personally offended that you used she didn't know that sports thing. Laura. Was- Ladies, I need you to know <laughs> <laughs> for girls like me, you do not have to pretend to like sports. But if you do, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, man. The boys are moving on from yeah. that one. Um, no, totally valid, Laura. In fact, I don't even think guys care that much about nah. girls like sports, honestly. I um, totally care. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But your point is valid. Like that is real, dude. Where you go on and you you begin to compare to that person. So, but again, I drive it back to who you like. Who are they? Who are you? Um, or where are you at in terms of of should you even be dating someone? Mm-hmm. Why did you guys break up in the first place? What was your relationship like in the first place? What makes you think it's going to be different the second time around? So that would answer um, some of the why. Like, why are you interested in getting back together? Maybe it's just because, man, we had, uh, like our sexual chemistry was off the charts. Mm-hmm. And I formed a soul tie through sex. And that's really why I want to get back together with that person. That's not a good reason to get back together with someone. And um, and then the win. I think, I think a, a win really matters in terms of, as it relates to why you broke up, have the things that contributed to your relationship not working the first time, mm-hmm. have those been resolved? What has changed? And I would think through the when, particularly if sex was involved, like have you healed? Are you spiritually and emotionally in a healthy place? And has there been enough time? I think, in my opinion, somebody, if you guys slept together, you should, and you break up, I would take, if you were in my community group or my sister, I would say, you should wait a year to date anybody. You should get wow. Healthy. You should go all in with Jesus. You should get healthy. And I would date, I would wait a year and it's painful. And you're walking around and you are hearing those Taylor Swift songs of mm-hmm. of whatever breakup. What's the biggest breakup song? <laughs> I, all that's going through my head is Boys to Men. I hate that stupid old pickup truck. You never let me drive. I always think, now, what of, is that? That's old school T Swift. Uh, I drove my key into uh, the side. Those are like bitter, though. Those yeah, are like yeah, easy to move on. I also think about uh, my go to. Uh, oh, I, mean, I don't uh, have a go to breakup. Aimlessly. Yes, you do. Like, yes, he does. Alone, fall apart. Uh, man. Yeah. No, uh, it's Amos Lee when you're gone, like gone. It's so good. I, I'm never not heard of that going through a breakup, yeah. but. Or Post Malone, Better Now. It's like oh, you probably think man. that you're better now because I'm not around. The bitterness. Whatever. Seems. Oh, Colors is the name of it. Oh, anyways. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I would make sure that, hey, there's been enough time for you to heal and for you to get in a good place. My wife and I, we dated for a little bit over a year. We were in college. I've shared this before many, many times. But we reached the end of the college deal where you begin to go like, what are we doing next in life? And that conversation led us to go, we're not ready to get forward, to move forward in marriage. We should not make decisions based on one another in our next life, like where we're going to move. We both moving here or not moving here. We ended up breaking up. We spent two years apart. That was not planned out at all. It was just like, man, this is not, I don't think this is what God has. And then we ended up dating again. We dated for a short time, went through premarital 
merge, which is the class, premarital classes they have here, and we got engaged and got married. Um, that's not the story for everybody, but I will say that in my life, God did such amazing things in growing my faith and growing that I wouldn't have had a relationship, had as much margin and time to, to devote myself towards. So in hindsight, although it was really painful and it really sucks, it really stinks, it always stinks when you break up, that, uh, that God can use it. And I've seen him use it in so many different people's lives. And so to trust him in the midst of all of that and in the midst of the discomfort and to lean into him, not away from him. So I would focus on who you are, who they are. Like, is this, are they a person who's following Jesus? Are you someone who's following Jesus? And then the when and the why, here's why I want to keep moving back together because see them as somebody who has a characteristic God says, characteristics God says to look for. And then the when, I would make sure that you're in community, shouldn't be in a dating relationship if you're not in community. And I would make sure that you have healed from whatever would have caused the problem. In other words, if you're like, hey, we broke up because we weren't gonna get married anytime soon and you still got three years till you finish you know, um, rotations in med school and you're like, I'm definitely not getting married to then. That's not a good win to get back together, so. Yeah, a quick plug. Um, with all the things that he just said you should evaluate in this decision, um, we just did, or David just did an amazing message called Your Match on YouTube or the Live, And he just goes through like evaluation of just dating in general, of who you should date, when you should date, why you should date, all those different things. I would highly encourage you guys. It's one of my favorite talks he's given. Um, but another thought I have, David, is just what about the person who they got out of a relationship because it was really toxic yeah. because he was a jerk or because she was emotionally codependent in really unhealthy ways. Yeah. How do you, if that person is now saying, Hey, I went through um, a recovery program or I've been in the church since we broke up, I got in community, I've done all this stuff. How do you emotionally let yourself navigate if that person truly has gotten more healthy mm-hmm. without jumping into the waters and like rekindling all of those emotions and feelings? Like, yes, I, I feel like you have to take the risk in a way of going back into the dating scene with them, but is that healthy? And yeah, you get it. Man, I think you, this is why we hit on with a broken record of community because you got to have other people around you when you start to have all the feels and you're thinking, oh man, I still like this person. Remember that one time. Um, now we have this faith in common and, and oh gosh, they, they just could be such a great fit. You got to have wise counselors in your life because the heart man, it will make you do things that are so, such bad ideas. Like there was a guy on, it was a friend of mine in ministry who went back to his hometown, a girl that he dated in high school for three years. Yeah, have I told oh, you the story? No. And the girl is not following Jesus and he's oh. in ministry. And he was like, oh my, just gotta be honest. Every time I'm around her, there's still those sparks that fly. And part of me <laughs> thinks that she could be the one. And it's like, bro, she is not a believer. <laughs> but- the heart does weird things mm-hmm. where we can convince ourselves and we can be swayed and we just feel it. And I like this person. And that line of, I trust myself the least when I want something the most is yeah. so true as it relates to dating. So you got to have people in your life who are in your community group, who can hold you accountable, who you can share like, Hey, I'm going to be tempted to um, continue flirting, to continue texting, continue trying to string this thing out mm. in hopes that maybe we could get there. And um, and I just think that's a really, really bad idea. If the who is not right and the you is not right, then the win is wrong. And so I would, um, 
Yeah. That's how okay. So what do you do if you just broke up and you're sitting there wondering, did I make a mistake? What if there's like a week or two in the in-between where you're like, oh my gosh, was I just acting on my emotion then? And this is really the person for me. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, man, this is where community is really helpful to have somebody to process. Cause here's the truth. You may have made a mistake mm. or you may have made a decision that God can work together for good, but it was a, you broke up because, um, of a dumb reason and, uh, and flippant. And you were just having a really emotional month season, whatever was going on. And that wasn't, and you know, and God, again, he's sovereign over all things. He can work together for good, but it wasn't a good reason biblically yeah. to end a relationship or there weren't criteria that God would say really matter when it comes to selecting a spouse, or you may have, uh, not made a mistake. You just made a breakup. Yeah. And, um, now, um, having people around, because in that breakup phase, man, on both sides, even if you're the person who breaks up with them, especially if you guys have dated for a while, you can be tempted to continue just stretching it out. So I would mm-hmm. cut off communication. I would, I think we're doing a message if we haven't by the time this releases on breaking up at the porch in the dating series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I would cut off communication from that person. I would protect your heart and their heart. I wouldn't, um, I, uh, I remember when I broke up with my wife at the opposite of this, where I still had tickets to a John Mayer concert like two weeks (laughs) weeks later. You did not, David. Oh, totally. I was like, what did you do? Do you still, do you still want to go to the concert? Oh, (laughs) I know. Shot to the heart. Yes. (laughs) I know. And I was like, what was I thinking? Um, You oblivious? No. Thankfully she, yeah, thank you for that. Thankfully she said no. And, um, but I, I would, I'd, I would, as best you can, cut off communication, have people in your life that know and can speak into just the ways that you're being tempted to continue moving forward when both of you have said, man, we're, we're taking, we're breaking up, we're not dating, and, um, and that may never happen again. And just trusting God with that, um, I'm not going to really hard. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of displeased with one of your answers. Uh, Come on. <laughs> just about community. I think sometimes... David, uh, we or you in this situation um, could like forget that you're in the the watermark bubble where like this church is like founded on community yep. and it's watermark community church, and like sometimes community can name. just community can just seem like a cop out, and for the person that's like I live in, we have like people that listen in like the most random parts of the country, South Dakota. And like Idaho and Australia and different places were like, yeah, well, if I lived in Texas and went to Watermark, sure. But community isn't a thing where I'm from or like a good church isn't a thing in my small town, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And to say, hey, you shouldn't even be dating if you're not in community. It's like, well, I'm one of three young adults and two of them are weird. Or like, I, I just feel like we get a lot of people that say, man, I just don't have community like the porch. Yeah. And so- where are you getting such conviction of like community playing such a role? Isn't the Bible enough? And is it my personal walk with God enough Yeah. Um, to be able to make these kind of decisions? Yeah. yeah. So Hebrews chapter three, the whole New Testament, the, you know, every four verses is like a one another of bear with one another, love one another, forgive one another, be compassionate towards one another. But <clears throat> there's specific places in the scripture where it calls us to confess sins to different people, it calls us to have people in our life who the Bible uses the word in Hebrews chapter three, verse 13, exhort, 
which is just a word to call forward, who, who speak into our life and call us forward to be the man or woman God calls us to be. And it says, so that none of you, this is Hebrews chapter three, verse 13, would be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin so that your hearts wouldn't be hardened. You'd have people in your life that keep you um, sensitive to God's word, living in line with the spirit. And they call it out when they see you not doing that. So because of those things, we think we, it's clear that the New Testament values relationships. Hebrews chapter 10 says, don't neglect meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another all the more as you see God's you know, day and the future of him returning, approaching. And, um, and so throughout the scriptures, it clearly shows us Christianity is a team sport, that the word church even means the gathering, that you and I are to exist in real transparent, authentic relationships with other believers. So that's why we hammer this. To the person who's like, I got nobody. There's one other Christian that's my age. And then everybody is Phyllis and 58. And And they're like, okay. And also they're like, yeah, sure. The Porsche might have Christian godly guys, but trust me, buddy. I've got Joe Dirt down (laughs) down here. And he's like, love God and love beer. And like, that's all I got. Yeah. I wouldn't date Joe Dirt. (laughs) Yeah. That's the extent of his spirituality. And, uh, and I'd get plugged into a good church and I would move if I had to. And, um, mm. and I would be really thoughtful. Hot take. And hot take. <laughs> of, uh, man, just, it is a priority. The primary relationship, most important relationship that, that you're going to have is with Christ. And that relationship will directly impact the relationship you're going to have with another person. So why would you not put yourself in a position to have a great relationship with Christ, which requires having members of the body of Christ around you? Yeah. So, so you're basically saying you're like you're telling me the Bible, the Holy Spirit isn't enough. No. The people of God, the word of God, and the spirit of God are the ways that God communicates to us. And without the people of God, we silence one of those things. And Proverbs 18:1 says, "Whoever isolates himself quarrels against all sound wisdom. They seek their own desires and they quarrel against all sound wisdom." That in other words, they fight against what you see people who are like make dumb decisions in isolation and you're like how did you end up making that decision? And um, and it's because they were totally isolated. They made it all by themselves. And when you're all by yourself, like you can rationally, you don't see your blind spots because you're blind to them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would prioritize it. So, or move to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, move to Dallas. Talk really quickly about the one that got away. And after a breakup, especially if you weren't the one to do the breakup, or maybe you were, and you're sitting there, just hanging on to hope that that person is going to come back. Cause I think this happens more often than not. You have a minute and a half to do so. A minute and a half. Okay. Um, man, um, that's, it's kind of a loaded question. Cause I think the way we think about dating is, is, uh, I think uh, we almost answered it by going, how would use this season? I would trust uh, to solidify if nothing else, your faith is built so strongly that you're like, though none come with me, I will follow you. And Jesus, you're enough. And maybe God in this season is going to give you the gift of helping you to really believe and embrace like Jesus is enough. And what a gift that is to come to a place. He's the one that will never go away. Never go away. And he's enough. And I'm (laughs) going to, and I'm, I'm figuring that out. And a lot of times it's only in hard seasons like this that we really figure that out. So I wouldn't dwell on, I would trust God that he's sovereign and that, um, and I would be God's man, be God's woman and then trust him with the story he's writing. That's good. And so don't miss other opportunities. Cause I think like if you're a girl who's gotten broken up with or a guy who's gotten broken up with and um, other people are coming along, 
don't miss opportunities just to because you're hanging on to hope that God's going to do something. Yeah, I would I would focus on your relationship with Christ first and foremost, and then trust God. He's at work. He moves the pieces around. He's sovereign over over the circumstances and things in our life. So one verse because I've gotten broken up with a lot of times, and so here it is, and, and been through a lot of breakups. Hey, you can't hold me responsible for uh, this. Is me. This is Eight me, JD. Okay, Psalm one forty five seventeen. Write it on a sticky note. Paste it. Memorize it. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. Whatever you're walking through, the breakup, God is in it and he has a plan. He's not done with your story and he loves you so much. So you can trust him that that what he's doing is good. Boom. There it is. Boom. All right. Hey, as always, email us at info at porch.live if you have questions. And uh, man, we will see you next week on another episode of Views from the Porch. Thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.